Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. Today, we are going to talk about who we want to be. Not who we are, not who we were, not who we feel just destined to become, but rather who we want to be. If we are making a vision board around how we want to see ourselves and how the people in our lives see us, what would be on that board? This is, again, another New Year's kind of energy episode, but if you're listening after the new year, that don't matter. (laughs) You know my belief, you know my thought, any single day is a reason to change. I will take any new moon, full moon, Monday, Sunday, even a fucking Tuesday and claim that as the day, the day, the second, the moment where I change my whole fucking life. You can do that at any time. I will build a house on the hill that says, if you This is my list for changing your life list. If you, one, have a great workout, two, change your sheets, three, wash your hair and take the shower, well then guess what? You have just set yourself up for a whole new reality because you have energy cleared yourself with that workout. You have cleansed away all the bullshit in that shower. You have opened and cleared your crown into all the newest ideas that are just going to be planted right into your beautiful little skull. And you are clearing your sheets so when you go to bed, you are stepping into new and fresh energy. So yeah, there's a hot take. There's the magic recipe for changing your life at any time. So all that to say, is this a New Year's specific episode? Yeah, kind of. But any single day, any single time is a new year, is is an opportunity to step into you and your potential. So we're going to talk really quickly. I want to keep this episode, you know, short and sweet. This is a busy season, but a short and sweet episode around how to step into just the loveliest, most abundant, most prosperous, highest version of you. We are going to talk about four questions that will help you find what I like to call as alignment, right? I don't know a better word for this. Highest self is something you hear me say. Potential is something you hear me say. But I know that might not resonate with you. And that's okay because my language, the words that light me up and just get me going, they don't need to be the same words that light you up and get you going. And so we are going to say alignment for this because that is what we're trying to do. We are trying to align with our soul's purpose, our highest calling, however, whatever that feels like to you. We are trying to align. We are going to, rather, language is important, we are aligning into just the most abundant, wonderful, highest version of us. And so, again, pen and paper, I will do my best to remember when this episode drops to get out these four questions so they are written down and you can easily access them. And if I forget to do that, shoot me a DM and remind me. Be like, hey, yo, bitch, you told us you would write these questions down so to make it easier for us. So give me a little kick in the pants and I promise to you I will get them out for you. So without further ado, let's get into these four questions. First up, and really important, in warning, this 
this is probably going to make you feel a little uncomfortable, but that's okay because this is an important question to ask yourself and to identify. And that is, what are your strengths? What are your strengths? When was the last time you sat down and thought, what am I good at? What makes me feel good? Because if it makes you feel good, and I'm not talking like, don't give me some bullshit answers like, weight claws make me feel good. No, bitch, they don't. I'm talking really feel good that make you feel good in the present moment and make you feel good after the fact that you are proud to do. When you think about it, you're like, you know, I am... I'm really proud that I am a person who does that thing that makes me feel really good. What are those things? What are your strengths? What are things that you can build upon or use to your advantage, leverage to help you make other things in your life also your strengths? Because if you're good at one thing, by default, there's going to be things adjacent to that that you can start adding on to. And so if you're really, really consistent with how you show up for work, that mean you stay on task, you get shit done, you master your to-do list, you get everything turned in on time, you're really, really good at keeping everybody's balls in the air, that means you can do that for yourself. And we kind of forget that. I, oh my gosh, this, it breaks my heart. I see this all the time. I see it all the time at the gym and I see it all the time in my coaching practice. I will work with a woman and I'll ask her about herself and she'll just be a fucking boss, right? She's doing everything. She's raising kids or she's in this career and she has all these balls in the air. She has this degree. She has these strengths and she helps out here. She volunteers there. She's just fucking superwoman. But then one area of her life she's struggling in, normally body image related stuff, weight loss related stuff, you know, not exercising enough, all those things, right? And she feels like that's who she is. And we just, guys, we need to call bullshit on that, right? You are allowed to identify what you are really, really good at and let that define you. You don't need to be weighed down by where you feel like you are lacking. And so all that to say, find your strengths. Bolster yourself up. Brag about yourself. Identify what you are good at because that is going to allow you to see how you can use those things in other areas of your life. If you can stay committed to your boss and her or him asking you to do whatever project, That means you can stay committed to your goals. You have that discipline in you. It is just transferring it into another area of your life. If you are always on time for work, guess what? That means you can set your alarm and you can be on time to get to the gym because you're a punctual person and you follow through and you get to places that you need to be when you say you are going to be there. It can be that simple. Allow it to be that simple by identifying what you are good at and get creative around how you can apply that elsewhere. And if you need help with this, hi, <laughs> I'm really, really good at this. Get on a call with me. Let this be the time, this be the year where you use these things to your advantage so you don't find yourself in the same position next year going, okay, this is what I want to do. No, no, no. Friend, we're doing it. We are doing it this year. Identify your strengths so you can build upon them and you can allow them to transfer into other areas of your life that will help you be a person you are fully proud of being. The next question is a juicy one. And we kind of talked about this last week. I love this question. I love, love, love this question because again, this is something I ask a lot in my coaching practice. And that is, who are you? And I always get the same answers. I'm a mom. I'm a teacher. I'm a nurse. I'm a whatever. No, no, no. Those are roles. Those are roles. They're not who you are. 
Who you are are things that can never be taken away from you. If you're a teacher and you retire, well, now what are you? A retired teacher? Is that like, is that what you want on your gravestone? Is that how you want people to identify you when you leave a room? Do you want people to go, oh yeah, Heather, Heather's a great girl. She's a mom. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not. Like those are not identifying. I mean, yes, they're identifying factors, but they're not traits. They're not personality. They're not what make us who we are. So what I want you to think about is, when you leave a room, this is the question, when you leave a room, how do you want people to talk about you when you're not there? What do you want people to say about you? How do you want to be described? You can think about this. I've had people think about this in terms of their funeral. And I I can't go to a funeral without thinking about this. And really, you know, I've, I haven't lost anybody close to me in a long time. Thank God. I hope it stays that way. You know, that would be lovely. But I've been to funerals of friends who've lost people close to them, of people in my husband's circle who have passed away. And these people have been amazing people, just amazing people. And I sit there and I hear how they are described and I think, oh my God, how do, what are they going to, what are people going to say about me when I'm dead? I, I hope, I hope that it is even close to how they are speaking about these people right now. And I know that can sound kind of macabre, but it's also really beautiful because you think about the life that these people have lived to have been able to pass away and be described in that way. I think it's really, really incredible. I um, I always think about my grandfather. All, all my grandparents are amazing. I'm, I'm incredibly lucky to be born into the family that I was born into, but specifically my grandpa Pete, the one I have the tattoo for on my arm. He is just, you know those bracelets that were popular like in the early, I don't even know, I'm aging myself here, but like the what would Jesus do, WWGD. Okay, that's kind of not my stick. But I really think, what would Peter Remo do? His name is Peter Remo Salbago. And that kind of hold me accountable because he was just kind. He was good. He was generous. He was funny. He worked his fucking ass off, right? He came over. He was an immigrant. He didn't speak any of the language. His mom, when he died, never spoke a word of English. She was only speaking Italian. And he was the one who was like navigating it all for them and building this life by himself. And I think a lot of us have stories like that about our grandparents, right? What are they going to say about our generation? I don't know. It kind of scares me sometimes. But, you know, that coming back to the point and getting to the point, how do you want people to talk about you when you are not there? What do you want them to say? Because when you identify that, it helps you, you know, kind of going back to last week, identify things that you don't want to participate in, what you don't want people to say about you, but also lets you see your aspirations. Well, I want me personally, I want people to think, She's kind. She makes people feel good. She sees the good in people. She brings out the good in people. Like I want that to be how I am spoken about. And I don't know if that's always the case, right? I'm really good at boundering myself up. I'm really good at protecting my energy. I'm really good at some of those things. And so I need to intentionally remind myself that no, I want to be light. I want to make people feel good, which means I need to open myself up more. And I don't mean to put my shit onto your shit, but I say that as kind of an example for you to think, okay, well, where maybe am I lacking in some ways that I would like the opposite to be true? And so kind of create a list of verbs of how you want to be described 
when you are not around and let that be what you use to set your intentions, to set your inform- your affirmations. So you know when you sit down in the morning, okay, today I want to be kind. Today I want to be open. Today I want to be giving. Today I want to be, you know, complimenting people. I want to be seeing the good in people. Whatever that may be. How do you want to be talked about when you are not there? Ask yourself that because that is going to give you a a really true list of what is important to you and it's going to give you an idea of what you need to do in your life to make those things your reality. The next question will come as no surprise if you've read my book. If you haven't, buy it. (laughs) Amazon or Barnes & Noble, not another diet book. It is the perfect read for this time of year and especially for the beginning of next year. Um, But anyway, this is a exercise that is directly taken from my book and that is asking yourself what is your perfect day what is your perfect day because you cannot live it if you have no fucking idea what that looks like and I am not talking Disney princess delusional version of your perfect day where oh I wake up and I am served breakfast in bed by my just muscle-bound husband hunk who John really is I will throw that in there (laughs) Sorry for that, but also you're welcome. But, you know, I am not saying you're just going to make up a bunch of bullshit and say that is my perfect day. Yeah, it'd be ideal, but it's not attainable. So when I say what is your perfect day, I mean in your current reality, right? You're working, you got laundry, you got bills to pay, you have a house to keep up. All of these things are still happening. How are you showing up in it to make it your perfect day? Because happiness is not a destination, It is opening your fucking eyes and realizing that everything you need to be happy is already in front of you, but you may not be seeing that. And I believe that with every fiber of my being. We can have bad experiences happen and that does not change the simple fact that right here, right now, in this present moment is where our joy is. It's not anywhere outside of us. We're either going to see it, experience it, feel it right now, or we're not going to have it. We don't have another choice. And so what is your perfect day is saying, how are you going to commit to showing up for yourself so you go to bed each night thinking, I lived. I lived. I, I was there for myself. I was there for my people. I am happy with how I conducted myself. Today was a good day. What does that mean to you? And you know, I'm throwing a lot of like really big meta questions at you. If they feel a little too intimidating to take on all at once, that's okay. You can break these up. Like there's four questions here. Use them for the next year and just break them up into quarters, right? Like do whatever you need to do or feel called to do. But also I really encourage you to think about this. Like it's, this is it, you know, Anthony Kiedis, great philosopher. He really, really is. If you're like, who the fuck is he? Then listen, you need to up your music knowledge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. But he said it beautifully. This life is more than just a read through. We don't get another one. And so, yeah, I'm with you. My life is very much mundane, right? It is very much mundane. Empty the dishwasher, do the laundry, do the dishes, clean up the crumbs, go to work, yada, yada, yada. But guess what? That's that's it. This is, this is the life. This is my life. And it's the same thing for you. Yes, it's monotonous. Yes, it's task filled. Yes, it's the to-do list. Yes, you have everything to do for you and your people. But guess what? This is all you got. You don't get to wait until vacation to have fun. That's not living. And so ask yourself, how do I need to show up in my life so every single day feels good? So every single day feels delicious. Acknowledging there's a spectrum there, but also acknowledging that you deserve to go to bed every single night feeling like you had a good day, like you lived, that you showed up fully and and you're proud of how you conducted yourself. What does that mean? 
What does that look like to you? What are you doing? What needs to happen for you to feel accomplished? I could list off mine to you, but I don't want to do that and have you think they need to be yours, right? That That's not what I'm doing here. We never want to assume what somebody does that is aligned for them is what we need to do to feel aligned for us in our lives. That, that's not the case. Gain inspiration, but don't shove, you know, square pegs into round holes. And so because for me, having a day where I've worked out and I've meditated and I've listed my gratitude and I've gotten in the cold tub because that's been my bullshit lately and I've really, really, really kissed my husband and I've hugged every single one of my children and I've told them I love them and my house is clean because that's my bullshit. Like all of these little things that I need to have happen, they make me feel accomplished. But it doesn't mean they need to be your things. Ask yourself, what makes you feel proud? What makes you feel accomplished? What makes you feel good? What makes you feel loved? What makes you feel validated? And how can you do those in your day? Identify those things. I swear to God, your whole life will change. And then building upon that, what are your ideal habits? What are the things that you would love to do? That you would love to be a person who? Fill in the blanks. I am... A person who regularly works out. I am a person who drinks enough water. I am a person who does not snooze her alarm. I am a person who goes to bed without scrolling for 17 hours. I am a person who speaks kindness about people when they are not around. I am a person who sees the good. On and on and on. <laughs> Got this shit for days. What do you need? <laughs> Let me be your good vibes dealer. I would love it. Like ask yourself, seriously, what are your ideal habits? And make a list of those. And again, we talked about this last week. You don't want to take all of them and try to just throw them into your life at once. Ask yourself, use the same questions from last week. Ask yourself, what would make me feel really good? And whatever on that list that is just blaring to you like this, this habit would make me feel really good and spoiler alert it's probably going to be the one that scares you the most too right there's there's a correlation there the one that is the most important to you is also going to be the one that feels like the hardest one to tackle go there first use the energy of this time to just dive in and get in there and just go for it go in big right and you can build on the other ones from there but ask get really clear like okay who do i want to be what do i do that highest version of me, what do I do? Pick one, just one. Not We're not even going to do like last week and say one, two, three. We're going to say one and work on it. And when that new habit is becoming your habitual, that's where you can add in more. And just as a side note, start small with this, right? Habits are built by just simply showing up and showing up consistently. And so if your habit is, forgive me, I'm a gym owner. I want everybody in my life to go to the gym. Yes, you, stop working out in your fucking basement. Stop it. Get off the Peloton, please, for the love of God. Stop. It's a whole other subject. Get to the gym. It will expand you. Strength training is so incredibly important for women as we age, for our hormones, for our metabolic health, to keep us strong, to keep us active, and they show you who you are. They show you how strong you are, and they show you what you are capable of. And so I will always use the gym as an example. Sorry for that tangent, but also I'm not sorry. <laughs> anyway, you want to be a person who goes to the gym. So start small. Schedule it for two days a week and commit to 20 minutes. That's it. And just show up. If you get there more than two days a week and if you stay longer than 20 minutes, then bonus. Awesome. Lovely. But if you only get there two days a week and you leave 
on the second that clock hits 20 minutes and one second, guess what? You've shown up. You've done your job. You've committed to that. And so start small and manageable and just build from there. I know this is a lot and I ran through it kind of quickly. And so as always, let me help you with this stuff. It's what I do. It's what I'm good at. Reach out, schedule an appointment, book a session, book a follow-up session. Let's dig in to what you want to do, who you feel called to be, what you feel called to step into in this version of your life. And let me help you do that. You can easily find me on my website, shoot me a DM on Instagram, whatever. You, You know where to find me. And like always, little reminder, please rate and review this podcast. It means the world. It's good karma giving compliments, showing that for other people. That's how you get more of that in your in your life. And so friendly reminder, please validate me <laughs> and shoot me a review if you have not already. So I hope this helped. We are going to talk about even more, you know, delicious, how to just thrive in this season of our life, thrive in the new year next week. And so I will see you back here for that then. Bye.